in Blackwater Woods again, on the fires of loss whose other side is salvation, by Sean Perel. Sunday morning at home, the hum of my children's voices, the scent of cinnamon and pumpkin waffles. I roam from room to room seeking a patch of autumn light on which to lay my mat. I settle on a place in the midst of it all, between the portal and the kitchen, only to discover this morning's practice is simply to lay my tired heart in sunlight. In Blackwater Woods is with me again. Some poems are like this, seasonal visitors. Some poems are very old friends. Look, the trees are turning their own bodies into pillars of light, are giving off the rich fragrance of cinnamon and fulfillment. The long tapers of cattails are bursting and floating away over the blue shoulders of the ponds. And every pond, no matter what its name is, is nameless now. Every year, everything I have ever learned in my lifetime leads back to this, the fires and the black river of loss, whose other side is salvation, whose meaning none of us will ever know. To live in this world, you must be able to do three things. To love what is mortal, to hold it against your bones, knowing your own life depends on it. And when the time comes to let it go, to let it go. In Blackwater Woods by Mary Oliver from American Primitive. Mary Oliver published in Blackwater Woods in 1983, near the time when I was born. She won the Pulitzer Prize for American Primitive a year later. It's a feat I wonder about as my mother, also named Mary and endowed with unassuming brilliance, accomplished things in her professional life and suffered notoriety for it. I consider in Blackwater Woods a friend. You may too. This was Mary's magic. She made us feel like kin, muddling through the woods of life together until possibly stumbling into splendorous stillness. There's a story about how she once found herself in the woods with no writing implement and thereafter began to hide pencils in the trees. The moment of the season has arrived when I find myself once again in Blackwater Woods. Among its short lines and spare turns, the poem has offered me generous attendance over the years. Some years have felt like cinnamon and fulfillment, some like nameless ponds. In Blackwater Woods, we come to witness. We are tasked with the joy and grief of this place. It's a practice of bearing presence. Paradox is a formidable teacher. How can we embrace ephemerality? How can we give ourselves to grief while not allowing it to swallow us whole? How can we live in this world, hold it against our bones, knowing it can burn? For make no mistake, Blackwater Woods is burning. Nevertheless, the cattails are our brothers and sisters, the autumn our guide, the trees are golden in their essence, the setting, which my dear friend Lindsay, no stranger to Blackwater Woods, describes as no grand forest but a humble place, shimmers with teachings. Here, Simplicity is resplendent. We give our attention. We study our namelessness, all that which was never ours to keep. We lay down in the sorrow and the solace that touches everything. And somehow, in so doing, we learn to live in this world with its watery depths and a singular word, salvation. Thanks so much for listening. If you find value in these essays, here's how you can support the guest house. 
Become a subscriber at seanparel.substack.com. And please rate, review, and share your favorite episode with a friend. I'll leave you with an original song by Serena Joy Bixby for all of us still learning what it means to be human. Is it love? Is it hate? Grief or heartache or what does it mean to be human? Is it tea? Is it laughter? Is it not knowing what comes after? What does it mean to be human? Well, I'm sure I don't. This life, where it goes, the days come, the days go, and I'm still human. Oh, one thing I know for sure is I'm looking. Being